What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and... Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm here with Eddie Hearn. Eddie, what a fight it was tonight, the main event, Devin Haney against Lanaras. You finally beat Lanaras as one of your fighters, but uh, talk to me about that fight itself. Brilliant fight, brilliant fight, brilliant performance from both men. But, you know, for eight rounds, nine rounds, uh, I think I probably gave... Uh, Lenares one round thought Devin was absolutely brilliant and then he started sort of walking him down getting excited trying to get him out of there trading up a little bit too much shipped a few shots earlier before the 10th and of course the 10th got buzzed um, recovered well 11th was a little bit you know just trying to recover 12th got his feet back under him fans are quite brutal over here aren't they you know like you get buzzed and you got to, you survive a minute and you oh. Um, but you know Lenaris is a, is a sharp puncher he's a good fighter you know he dropped Lomachenko um, and he's dropped and knocked out a lot of people over the years but I thought for, for Devin Haney superb and I know that age is irrelevant because he is where he is but he's 22 years of age I mean show me another fighter of that age that fights like Devin Haney and he's going to get better and he's going to get stronger and uh, he's ready for all those guys all those guys you know those fights are there to be made what do we learn from Devin Haney? We know he's got a good shit now after that 10th round. We know he can do 12 rounds with a, a great world-level opponent like Devin Haney. Is this the level he's at now, world-level? You mentioned the, the guys like Teofimo Lopez, Ryan Garcia. Is this what we're going to see next? Yeah, I mean, look, I think when you look at the resumes now, you know, Luke Campbell is a tremendous fighter. Uh, had a very close fight with Jorge Linares. But Ryan Garcia, you know, if, if he's on the world elite level then of course Devin Haney is as well uh, because he's got a notable win like that on his record now as well so I think that Devin Haney has showed tonight that he's elite, an elite world class fighter can he beat Tiafimo and Tank and Ryan Garcia I believe so but let's find out you know we want to see that and Tiafimo has been very vocal that that's the fight that he would like after Cambosis so do we so you know let's, let's try and make it happen is, is- Devin Haney's still learning. I mean, he's, you mentioned that he's still learning. He's still the craft of boxing, yeah. 
He's 22. Yeah. But, you know, he's learned on the road with his dad, Bill. You know, they went to Mexico for his first part of his career because he was so young. He was fighting at 16, you know, and he's, he's still learning, but he's got an extremely intelligent boxing brain for a 22-year-old. You know, you can see that in the ring. And, you know, he never ran out of ideas in there tonight. You know, he was always trying new things. And like I said, he was boxing off the stick and he was, you know, boxing stick. You know what I mean? Use the stick, man! Use the stick! Um, and, yeah, sorry, that was a bit muggy, wasn't it? Um, and uh, then he started walking him down, which actually I think he shouldn't have done. But he wanted to switch it up. And, you know, he forced Lenares back at times. He boxed him on the inside at times. He tied him up well. You know, very, very mature performance from someone so young. How big an offer did you have to make Teofimo Lopez after this Cambodia's fight to get Devin Haney in the ring with him? Um, I mean, there's many ways we can do the fight, but, you know, we've got the money, um, I believe, to make that fight. You know, it's a huge fight for DAZN. If it has to go on ESPN pay-per-view, it's not a problem as well. And, you know, if that's the opportunity for Devin, we have to take that. And uh, I don't see why that, why, that shouldn't, um, why that shouldn't happen. Go down the card then, I mean, Chantal Cameron, what a performance from her. She's, she wants Katie Taylor, she wants to, to unify, she wants to become a disputed. Let's do it. I think she can do all of those things. I mean, you know, I think my first aim with Chantel Cameron is to make her undisputed. You know, and I've been talking to Lou DeBella about you know, getting all these champions together because he's got three of them. And it looks like um, Chantel Cameron's going to fight um, the IBF champion, uh, whose name's completely just Mary McGee. And then Leonard to fight Callie Reese, and then the winners fight the winners. Chantel Cameron will box twice this year, still, and will. I believe, be undisputed by the end of the year. As soon as that's in the bag, we will keep raising our profile. That Katie Taylor fight is a big, big fight, great fight to make. There's also McCaskill out there if she wants to move up to 147. She can move down to lightweight. Yeah, she can She can box everywhere. So, But she's really exciting, isn't she? Thought it was a terrible stoppage, by the way. And I said, I just said to Andy, I said, I think sometimes these refs, because they're women, they stop the fight earlier than they would if it was a male fight. Which is ridiculous. Like it's, we're trying to get equality for the, for the. So, you know, I think that uh, it's a world championship fight. There was other times where she was much more hurt than she was then. Should have let her continue. But Chantel Cameron is a, a good puncher, heavy, heavy-handed, really exciting, and uh, I'm excited about her future. Martin Ward, I mean, he's been with you for so long now, and you gave him this opportunity to get this final eliminator. I mean, just a quick word, Martin. Gutted. I thought I thought it was a good fight. I thought. You know, it was a very technical fight, two very classy operators. Uh, Fuzili, tricky, but also could punch very hard as well. Um, I had the fight all square. It's like a flash knockdown, wasn't it, in the fourth round? Which I didn't actually feel like it was a knockdown, but obviously was because Wardy didn't complain. And that swung the fight a little bit. Um, and then I had Wardy actually winning the f- fifth, losing the sixth. And then his knee went. It just sort of popped or dislocated or whatever it was and then after that he had absolutely no chance but Fuzili was coming back in the fight regardless of the injury so I don't you know you can't use that as an excuse but once that happened he had no chance and you know I'm gutted for him because we've, we've worked with him for a long time and Tony's very close to him but when you look back on reflection if that is the end of his career and he may choose not to fight on now because you know he's won British titles he's won European titles he's boxed in Vegas in final eliminators for world titles so he's had, he's had you know he's, he's achieved a hell of a lot I just felt, I always felt that he could win a world title, but unfortunately come up short tonight at world level. The young guns then, Rama Ali, Rishat Mate, uh, Cleo Cole. Uh, really good, yeah. I mean, uh, Ramla, great. I mean, this is, I said to you early, uh, earlier in the week, didn't I, about opportunities for our fighters to box in the United States. Over the years, 
that's one thing that I've always tried to work towards is, is having a global business where you can give fighters opportunities to box in different markets. To box in the US market for a British fighter is really important. So that opportunity for Ramler Ali has been brilliant. That opportunity for Chantel Cameron has been brilliant. There's a huge audience tonight on the zone. They've got more subscribers than they've ever had coming off the back of Canelo. Give me a number. Huge, huge. I keep saying to Joe, just, you know, but it's, it's their policy. But anyway, um, so it's such a great opportunity for them. And it's, it's something we're going to be doing more and more of. And uh, great for Ramler, great for Chantel Cameron. Obviously, great opportunity for Waldy. Couldn't pull it off. And I thought Khalil Co was really good. I mean, he looks like a top, top class talent. Excited about his future. And Reshat was disappointed, but I liked the fight. You know, I thought it was a good fight. And, you know, if you're entertaining, then uh, that's part of the battle. But, you know, he's got to step up now to eight and ten rounders. And a great fight. Shout out to Jason Quigley and Shane Mosley. Brilliant fight. Really good fight. And, um, you know, yeah, it was. It was a really great night of boxing. Thank you, mate. And... Um, no, really good, really, really good. Ending with a really classy main event, wasn't it? I mean, high level, really high level main event. And uh, yeah, well, good mate. Week off. Week off. Well, I'm going home tomorrow, and I can't wait to just go home and see the, the missus and the kids and that. So I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I bet you just, you know, you're absolutely chomping at the bit to leave Las Vegas and get home to the missus and kids, aren't you, mate? Listen, sometimes too much of a good thing's a bad thing. Play her the interview. You I'm going to clip this and send it. You can't do it now because he's lying. So don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, just uh, I just want to talk about John Fury, man. That's probably the first time ever I used to have agreed on something. Yeah, I saw it. AJ posted it actually, and I I watched it last night. I couldn't believe what I was watching because I thought, blimey, it's the first time I've ever agreed with John Fury. And actually, if you want an if you want an analysis of what happened, don't listen to Rabbit Mouth here. Watch the John Fury interview. Very good, very good. And actually, he's got it pretty much spot on. The whole thing stinks, um, and you know. It's done, but this is unfortunately the bad side of boxing. Um, but what we're going to do? We're going to talk about it for like the next couple months. We've got to make AJ's fight, which we hopefully will do this week, and um, we move on, mate. We move on. But yeah, interesting seeing that interview, um, and a very good analysis, really, of what happened. Big John Fury does not mix his words, so I don't always agree with him. But I, I, I thought it was a really good interview. Um, I know. Devon's about to do this press conference and stuff like that, but we do have Newcastle on the 12th yes. of June. But any more dates can we look forward to? Any more announcements? Yep, so that will be our last UK show until July. Um, July 12th, Ritz in Ponce. Really good fight, by the way. Final eliminator for the IBF for Josh Taylor. Um, and then we've got uh, a big announcement coming probably this week about a new uh, TV deal in a, in a new market, international market, uh, not the UK and uh, we'll be holding our first show in that region at the end of June. So that'll be us out there, and then July will be starting fight camp. Yeah, 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 if Coogan will send you, you know what I mean? And then we've got a uh, show in the US in probably July or, or early August, um, fight camp, then moving into probably Headingley for the Warrington Lara rematch and Casey Taylor on that card as well. And um, yeah, just looking forward to building a great schedule and, and fans back in the UK as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that myself, getting the fans back in the UK. Ed, it's always a pleasure speaking to you. Oh, that's a hang. Don't, don't, I'll just put it on. I'll cut that. I'm cutting that. I know, I know. Well, thanks so much for this Rifle yeah, TV, and it's always a pleasure to speak to you. Take care. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. 
Social Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.